Hello everyone, Trish Guys here to give you a short message to take you into the Christmas season in 2022. I've had a lot of people ask me lately what my thoughts are on the best way to handle Christmas when your child has two different homes, so in a family of divorce. And a lot of people I find seem to think that uh, it's best to have the kids see both parents on Christmas and they try and arrange that. Now, I understand the premise behind that, but what I say to these people is think about for a second the practicality of that and what that really feels like for a kid. So for instance, what do you think it feels like for a kid when they get to wake up Christmas morning, open up their presents, and then shortly afterwards, they have to get dressed to go to mom's house or dad's house or to grandma's house for that matter. So this message, I guess, now that I think about it, applies to families that are intact. When I was growing up, we used to have our Christmas morning, and then we would go to one grandparent's house and the other grandparent's house. Now I have fantastic memories of that. But as an adult, now I recognize how rushed that must be for kids, especially when you open up a bunch of gifts and you've got all the excitement and you want to be able to enjoy them. And then it's such a tease. And then you have to go off somewhere else. And I really feel like our lives are so rushed as it is that perhaps Christmas might be the time where the focus should be more so on quality, not quantity, of time and activity. And a time for us to kind of gear down because kids are overscheduled as well. And really, when you are rushing from place to place to place to place, it's really hard to not only enjoy yourself, but it's also really difficult to establish memories, quality memories, because your brain, your body doesn't have time to sink in and intake all of what's going on or actually even fully participate. So I've had a few clients say, yeah, but you know, the kids are used to that. We used to do that before we divorced. And I have no doubt Kids, as well as adults, we get used to things, but it doesn't mean it's what's best. And frankly, is it really even best for the parents? My personal philosophy, and from what I find in talking to people, particularly children, older children, my philosophy is that Christmas can be whenever you want it to be. Who cares if it's on the 25th, the 27th, the 30th? We have thousands, well, millions, I guess, across the world of first responders who don't have the luxury of spending December 25th with their families. They have to celebrate it an alternate day. And that's what we did in our family is I recognized how difficult it was for the parents to agree, but also for the kids to have to uh, bounce back and forth. And I wanted them to have something that they could count on each year. And one less thing to fight about, to be honest. So I said, you know what, from now on, you guys go to your dad's for Christmas because they would go away and spend some time with uh, extended family members. And then when you come back, I think it was the 27th we had, we would then have our Christmas. Now, some of your family members, extended family members may not be cool with that because the tradition is you get together either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And I get that. But uh, we're, we're now in the 21st century. We've all had to adapt to no longer having corded phones. We now have cell phones. In the same vein, we also need to adapt to the fact that a lot of our families are no longer your typical, stereotypical nuclear families. If you think about it, it's very complicated for kids, and it will get more so as they get older. So right now, they have not only mom and dad's families, but then also if mom and dad have new partners, those families, potentially they could be going to four different locations within a one or two day time frame. 
that's crazy, I think. Even if kids seem to like it, I, I don't think that's necessarily the best option. So what I say to people is really think about what you think would be fun, enjoyable, relaxing for the children. I'm not a big fan of asking them necessarily to make decisions on that because in my experience, at least in my own family and with some other clients, the children found that to be a very difficult decision as to whom to spend Christmas with because that creates a huge loyalty divide. And frankly, I don't know if some of them can decide because they want to be with each parent equally. So that's a tough decision. I don't know if it does any damage necessarily, but it's really, really difficult. And I think as a parent, just like many other parenting decisions, you might just have to jump in, take a risk and do what you think is best, just as you do with every other parenting decision. Like I said, you know, when we divorce, we tend to put more onus on ourselves to make even more perfected parenting decisions, which is impossible. It's impossible when you have an intact family. When you divorce, it's that much more impossible. So let's bring it down to a sense of normalcy and just say, look, we're going to try this. If it doesn't work, we'll tweak it for next year. We can't really set ourselves up or our kids up for expecting perfection. They just need to see that we're trying. We're trying to do what's best for those everyone involved. And really what matters is just being together. And I guess that's my advice for everyone is spend some time before you make any decisions about scheduling and rushing around. And and even with gift giving, think about what really, really matters. You know, the whole concept of gift giving. I really feel we need to focus a bit more on experiences versus the actual tangible gifts. I know in my family, we all, especially my kids, look fondly back at the time when years ago, we adopted a family, a family from Russia, mother and two sons who came here, who fled a dangerous situation. And it was the first Christmas in Canada. So not only did we adopt them in the sense that we gave them Christmas gifts, but we also helped set them up. They were in an apartment, but helped them with household items that we were no longer using. We donated a lot of that to set them up. But also we had them over for our family Christmas, which is what we would have after the kids came home from their dads. We would have the entire extended family over as well as friends, neighbors, people who were alone at Christmas, whether they had lost a spouse or they didn't have family in town. Some of the kids' friends came and we had them over and we had this, I still look at this picture with fondness. We had the entire family picture and they were in it as well. They came to our house to enjoy their first Christmas in Canada. And it was such a cool memory. And that is imprinted on all of our brains, as are the times we had all of those extended family get togethers. The kids loved all the chaos, loved having everyone over, and there were no gifts involved. And you know, all the cool gifts they've had in the past were great at the time. But in terms of the actually making an indelible mark on their brains, on their lives as a whole, it's the experience. So my best advice to you is this. First of all, it's just a day. Really, Christmas, let's make it what we want it to be. Stop adhering to what Hallmark or society or social media has portrayed it to be. It's about what it feels like. And if the pressure, especially for moms, we do this to ourselves sometimes, the pressure to make it perfect does not make it enjoyable for you, stop doing that. Kids want you to be happy and to have fun versus having all of the decorations and all of the perfect gifts. Really, really, really be conscious of making it fun 
making it enjoyable, making it memorable, but in a quality way, not a quantity way. It's not about how much money you spend or where you are. It's about who you are with and how you make yourself and others feel. And stop trying to do it all and make everyone happy. Kids don't need to see both parents on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. Start creating new traditions. You can talk to the children about it. Perhaps it's a conversation, not who do you want to spend time with on Christmas, but what will make Christmas cool? What kinds of new traditions would you like to see? They may come up with some really neat ideas that you've never thought of. So on that note, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas season. I hope you're able to relax, reset so that you're ready for the coming year. And I hope you create some really wonderful memories that you can look fondly back on for years to come. And in the new year, you'll want to watch out for our Patreon that will be starting up in January. I'm not too sure of the date yet. We'll be working on that over the Christmas holidays. I'm hoping it'll be earlier in January, but I tend to have the habit of overestimating my ability to accomplish things, especially new things. This is a new venture. So I'm hoping the latest end of January, but I will post about it and you will be aware of it. But to keep watching out for it, we'll uh, have some great new exciting bonus things happening on Patreon, as well as the usual schedule of our regular podcast episodes. So have a great Christmas season and see you next year and Merry Christmas, everyone.